0: recovery okay um, now everything I've <laughs> spoken to about certain situations is not about like yeah I think I, I, I've just got to blame myself because I think I'm triggering myself and probably so other people that are listening, that uh, have served and done the country proud. And, you know, every day stare at the flag, which I do, always, always every eight o'clock I look at how the flags get raised and every morning I still got to find that beautiful piece where you look at the flag and you go, Oh, yeah, someone's you know representing Australia. I don't know if they what they do around the world, but in Australia, eight o'clock, you raise it you know, without any inhibitions or whatever. It is done and it is done so beautifully. I can't even describe words. When I used to raise flags on the ships, or I would be out to sea in the middle of nowhere, you would raise it, and that was just so powerful, it was so amazing, like, I, I keep using amazing because what I mean by that is the military is so extremely controlled, beautiful, accept, accept the best, and you are the best, no one else can take that away from you, because if you haven't done it, you haven't served, and that's it. And by the way, I used to, and my dad used to march, and they, uh, you know, Anzac days and, and all that stuff. And I used to salute him. I was stunned to find when I asked him a million questions. What happened? What did you do? What? And, and then I sort of like never got it. Never got it. Because you, if you explain something that you can't explain the experience... And, yeah, sure, everyone goes to work nine to five or what the fuck. You know, they can do anything. But they can't explain it. And I didn't know why they couldn't explain it. And when you really <laughs> go through it all, I'm still fucking stunned. I could, like, I'm pretty much an open box and I can talk about everything and anything and and try and get all these words out of how why but i'm not joking this this is a very powerful beautiful institution and when you're out of it it's devastating It is so devastating to the vets because I know for a fact that nearly every vet that gets out now has to deal with civvies, all the normal day attributes of life, where before it was handled so brilliantly with structure and care and love and respect and I'm not joking if any of you guys can get out of the bed at 4 a.m. and walk up to the worst person in the world oh by the way it wasn't that bad but not well it was but I'm just saying if you can wake up 4 a.m. because you're forced to and then go salute someone that you hate, that is the highest power of respect. And you're not saluting them, you're saluting the rank. And to me, I never got it. I never understood it until the day I understood the rank. And when you're saluting anyone, It is the most beautiful soul comforting thing, even though you hate that person, because that person has dragged you out of bed. They will do anything to destroy you. But at the end of the day, they will sit back in a year or two time, or, you you know, a lot later, and you, you might run into them if you're lucky, and then they will sit beside you, and they'll be the ones that will buy you the beer. They will be the ones that go, oh my God, you're my favorite, or you were the worst shit fight, but guess what? You're now my strength. I love what happened to you, and the profiling is so intense, and... But you got no clue about this. So in daily life, people just go about their world and they get backstabbed and they get hurt. They they got no idea about how brutal society is. But with military, it's a flip of the coin. It's so 50-50 because we don't see it as well they don't see it as 50 50 but everything's 100 guaranteed so that coin lands that coin is always gonna be a hundred percent of thought where again like you can be sacked you can get hurt people in You know, again, society just got no clue what's going on because they don't, they just live their daily life and they're just oblivious to the fact that they're not controlled. But being controlled, to be honest, is such a beautiful thing. And I've really got to explain that and I will. I will go into it in the future. I just today's just such a, a fucking uh, I don't know. It just sort of made me think: should I be doing any of this shit? <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> That's it. So. When, you're, when you've got someone over you who is very powerful, very respectful, uh, you look up to them. And most of their jobs at the very early stages are to destroy you. So you imagine going into a business or your first job. And then they just destroy you. And they upturn your life so bad that you don't know if fucking shit is clay or clay is shit. you got no idea. You don't even know what fucking time of the day it is because there's no clocks. There's no mobile phones. There's zero. They take all that away. And you have to iron your shirts, your bed, you're graded on all that, and everyone's like, "Holy fuck, this is just mind blowing." But to me, it was just like, "Oh yeah, that's what my dad went through." Well, I got to suck this shit up, and I'm I'm not. I keep referring to dad a lot because. At present, him and I are not talking, which is fine because you can't have two post traumatic guys in a room. It doesn't work. Well, it will fail in the age gaps because their thinking is older mentality to younger and how we protected Australia or what we did. But my thoughts to him. Uh, I still respect him. I'll always give him all my love, just because, not because of my dad, but because of what he did and how he did it. And you got, you got that's respect. And I think every veteran that goes through doesn't get the the full full terminology of civilians, because once you cross over, you're no longer a civilian and civilians don't understand what the fuck a military person's about. And it's a yin and a yang. I get it. I get fucking why people go, Oh, well, you know, you served the military. Thank you for your service. And then they're thinking, well, fuck, I need you now. (laughs) I just, I need you. And then it's vice versa. And then the clash of, all right, you served your country. You did well. You're the best. And then they're thinking, what the fuck? I'm better than you. You're shit. Because you got no job. You can't even, you know do anything normal and some of them now your job is packing shelves at fucking Woolworths or something and their mind is so degenerated and so fuck and far from the the worst case scenario is they got nowhere to go because they were the best of the best. And they had the biggest respect from family, government, everyone. And then at the end of the day, we all become a whole-hearted burden. Yes, the Department of Veteran Affairs pays our wages. If you're lucky to get through to gold card, TPI, every vet now get a white card which is amazing because they'll still get all dental and shit but just gotta watch programs like sbs or you know certain things where they follow veterans and they're fucking homeless and i go what the fuck? how did this guy fully trained fully you know loved his brothers get abandoned to end up in a fucking tent where it's cold. But what I I realised is absolutely fucking nothing. Because those brothers that he served with are still probably in, they're still probably making shitloads of money, got wives, kids and they abandoned you and they fucking do and most of my guys that i was serving with were fucking amazing people but the moment you get injured or something happens they don't give a flying fuck